Good morning for Thursday, September 8th, 2016. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Obama calls climate trends terrifying. Candidates flex to bait muscles during TV forum. And Mexican official quits after visit by Trump. In today's national headlines, state told to start over as judge faults schools. Chicago plan to toughen police oversight is under fire. And filing accuses Texas of misleading voters without IDs. In today's business headlines, downfall of ITT was a long time coming. Subprime loans make a comeback for some investors. And why chemical banned from soap is still in toothpaste. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and guest New York Times columnist Elizabeth Warren. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, Obama calls climate trends terrifying. Written from Midway Atoll. Seventy-four years ago, a naval battle off this spit of land in the middle of the Pacific Ocean changed the course of World War II. Last week, President Obama flew here to draw attention to a quieter war. What Obama has seen are the charts and graphs of a warming planet, and they're terrifying, he said in a recent interview. Climate change, Obama often says, is the greatest long-term threat facing the world. During his seven and a half years in office, Obama has enacted rules to cut planet heating emissions across much of the United States economy. While climate change has played to Obama's highest ideals, it has also exposed his weaknesses, namely an inability to forge consensus on a problem that demands a bipartisan response. He acknowledged that his rallying cry to save the planet had not galvanized Americans, he has been criticized for policies that objectors see as abuses of executive power and far too burdensome for the economy. That has made Obama's record on climate curiously contradictory, marked by historic achievements abroad and frustrating setbacks at home. The threat of global warming inspired Obama to conduct some of the most masterful diplomacy of his presidency, which has bound the United States into a web of agreements and obligations overseas. Yet, his determination to act alone inflamed his opponents, helped polarize the debate on climate change, and will carry a significant economic cost. Obama chalks up the contradictions both to politics and to the unseen nature of the threat. It feels like, meh, we can put this off a little bit, he said. When you see severe environmental strains of one sort or another on cultures, on civilizations, on nations, the byproducts of that are unpredictable and can be very dangerous, he said. If the current projections, the current trend lines on a warming planet continue, it is certainly going to be enormously disruptive worldwide. To his successor, Obama leaves an ambitious and divisive legacy a raft of new emissions rules that promise to transform the United States economy, but are likely to draw continuing fire from Republicans and an aggressive pledge made in Paris to reduce greenhouse gas emissions 80% from 2005 levels by 2050. All of this, he acknowledges, could be undone at the ballot box. I think it's fair to say that if Donald Trump is elected, for example, you have a pretty big shift now with how the EPA operates, he said. Hillary Clinton has embraced Obama's go-it-alone approach, 
promising to meet and in some cases exceed his goals without trying to pass cap-and-trade legislation. Bill Clinton will face the same partisan fire Obama has. He noted that, like him, Clinton had been pilloried in coal country for acknowledging that coal mining would have a declining role in the 21st century economy. Obama's bet is that as his regulations get woven into the fabric of the economy, they will be harder for anyone to unwind.